Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. It's your boy, Ramiz, and I'm going to be going solo today. Unfortunately, my guy, Kenny, has been dealing with some Thanksgiving duties and responsibilities, so he has been pretty occupied. I don't believe this is a pretty busy week, uh, and it's a pretty busy Friday for NBA games because we got a 10-game slate. However, there are two games that are going to be a bit early, so they are in a separate slate. And so I'm thinking about the format. I'm thinking we go by the first two early games to tell you what the players I'm looking out for in that two matchups. And then uh, the rest of the eight-game slate, I'll mention some positions, and we can go by that way. All right, so let's dive deep, uh, dive straight into it, I guess. Uh, starting off with the Boston Celtics versus the Orlando Magic. So this is the matchup that I mentioned that is happening at 2.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So... I mean, I mean, it's pretty fun for NBA fans who uh, have the day off because you got basketball straight from 2.30 p.m. to the night. Uh, but yeah, so in this matchup, you got the over and under, which is around 2.24. Pretty solid game. Orlando, uh, Boston winning by five points. And this game in terms of injuries, not many injuries, actually. Uh, Markel Fultz and Wendell Carter Jr. are questionable to play this game, which is great news. And honest with you, uh... To go quickly by this game, I don't really like a lot of the Celtics players in this pickup. Of course, Jason Tatum is tempting because this is a two-game slate, but I decided to bet, spend a bit more higher in another place. However, if you are looking to spend your money, you're going to have to go for one of the big threes. And I decided to go mines in a different direction. Uh, the Magic side of things, I like a few players, I'm not going to lie. I like Paolo at 7,500. Uh, Paolo is a player who I'm looking at much comfortable when he's playing at home because this is going to be a game in Orlando. And... Uh, he's been stepping up recently. He's been averaging around 24 points per game in the last three games. Going to get some pretty good competition as well. Uh, Indiana, Toronto, Denver. Uh, three straight, I mean four. Hold up, they're on a, f- a five-game win streak right now. So shout out to Orlando. They are going against a tough Boston Celtics team. But I think uh, hopefully with Orlando's defense, I think they'll be able to stay in this game. Uh, alongside Paolo, I got Jalen Suggs at 5,500. I think you guys already knew this was going to come. Uh, but man, the guy's just been hooping. The guy's been confident. He's been electrifying. And this is kind of the slugs that people were expecting to come out of the draft. And he's showing up right when they need him because uh, he cooked my Raptors. <laughs> uh, and even against the Denver Nuggets, he didn't score a lot, but he was getting four rebounds, four assists. And at 5,500, he's a solid price, especially when you're looking at the two-game slate. But he's a guy who I think will play a lot of minutes in this type of matchup because you are going against Jalen Brown, J- Drew Holiday. You're going to need some physical play from their guards. And obviously... We don't know if Marco Fultz is going to play. So Jalen Suggs is going to be a crucial point in trying to, well, defend one of those guys, especially because Derek White is also can be a pretty aggressive player, offensive player sometimes as well. So I think Jalen Suggs will have a high, uh, I want to say high minute game. You know, I think he might even go over the 30s. He hasn't gone over the 30s in a recent time. Last time he did was on the 14th against Brooklyn. But I think this will be another opportunity for him to exceed his value. Uh, then I got Mo Wagner at 4,900. Uh, just looking at the centers, uh, nothing really came to appealing to me, but Mo Wagner as a center, I think might be pretty crucial in trying to space the floor in this game because Gogo Bitazzi, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that wrong, uh, but he might clog the paint and La Porzingis too will be in the paint. So I think they might go with a different strategy with Mo Wagner at 4,900. And I think he will be one of those guys who probably gets the upper hand in terms of the two centers between him and Gogo. So I think he'll get the upper echelon in minutes. And lastly, Jonathan Isaac at 4,300. I'm feeling good about this pick. I think Jonathan Isaac's finally starting to feel comfortable. Finally being able to stay healthy. And he hasn't been playing a lot of minutes. But in a matchup like Boston, 
you would expect him to play those minutes because you're going to need his defense, right? You're going against Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday. You're going to need, like I mentioned, physical play. You're going to have to need uh, length. You're going to need to have some guys, especially because he might be a small ball center for them to guard a Porzingis perhaps. And he hasn't had any special stat lines, but there's games where he's been able to hit around 35 Dickie fancy points. I'm looking at the game against Chicago where he played 20 minutes, hit around six shots, uh, nine rebounds. I mean, that's a, that's an amazing game. I think that's a ceiling of what you're expecting from a Jonathan Isaac. And as long as he gets around that money, uh, minutes, I don't see why he can't reach that area. So that's honestly my picks in terms of this, uh, from these two teams. But moving on to the next game that's going to be at 5 p.m. You got Phoenix and Memphis. And this is where I took my star player. And a lot of you guys are probably expecting me to say Kevin Durant. Uh, well, no, I decided to go with Devin Booker. Man, I'm, I mean, I've been enjoying Devin Booker's game. I think he has been... With Devin Booker, I think you get that assurance that even if he has an inefficient night, he's still going to be able to get you some assists, get you rebounds, because he is their point guard, right? He is their point guard, their main playmaker. And like I said, this game again, they are playing against Memphis, who has been downright horrible. Uh, but this is a game in Memphis, and you're going to need some stars to show up. And perhaps KD might struggle with the matchup because perhaps Jaron Jackson Jr. Will, will be guarding him. But in terms of... The Grizzlies side, the Grizzlies guards. I mean, Derek Rose, Desmond Bay. These guys may be solid defenders, but they don't have the wingspan to really confront a Devin Booker. So I think Devin Booker is going to have a field day in terms of what he's doing, and I think he also is among the best options in terms of you're looking at a worst case scenario. He's still going to get you assists. He's still going to get you rebounds. You know, still get you that aggressive defensive play that he always does. And so therefore, I like him for that pick. Of course, uh, to mention the injuries, Bradley Beal is still out, and you have. On the Grizzlies side, things Marcus Smart, Xavier Tillman, and Luke Kennard all out. And uh, the overall under we actually do have for this one as well, which is at 223. And of course, Phoenix winning by seven. Phoenix also, I believe, on a five game win streak, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, this is probably another game they're going to steamroll. However, if it is close, which I think it might, there might be a good chance because they are playing in Memphis. I'm liking Desmond Bain at 8,600. Uh, Desmond Bain is one of the players who. You just really need the guy to have a lot of shots. I mean, there's been games where, if uh, let me take a look real, real quick, games where he has 27 shots, 24 shots, and that's the kind of game you're expecting from this one as well because it's just been pretty sad seeing how this team has been playing out. So in this type of matchup, Desmond Bates is probably going to be the main shot taker. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. hasn't been that good. And, well, Desmond Bates has also been able to get you around five assists, seven rebounds in some games. And as long as Desmond Bain is an aggressive player, I think at this type of slate, you're probably going to see him a lot of ownership. I mean, like I mentioned before, it is a two-game slate. So I expect a lot of them to be uh, used over. And I also have Santi Aldama at 5,700. Uh, of course, did not have a great game against the uh, Houston Rockets where they got dismantled. But before that, played 39 minutes against Boston, played 36 minutes against San Antonio. 25 against the Lakers. I think he will have these high minutes again against this type of team because you're going to need scoring. And Desmond Vane can't do all of that. So a lot of shots will go to him. And of course, he had a 27, a game where he had 27 field goal attempts. You probably won't get that same amount. But I wouldn't be surprised if he got around 10 plus attempts once again and able to hit around 40 DK fantasy points. At 5,700, he's one of those players who you're expecting to have that ceiling raiser who is going to raise your team. He probably will have a lot of high ownership as well. And I guess one more budget pick I got here on the Phoenix side of things is Nazir Little. Nazir Little uh, quietly been in the last three games 
been uh, able to get around 24 DK fantasy points in his last three games, which is great to see. Playing around 20 plus minutes and just doing what they kind of expected from him. You know, some games he's getting blocks, some games he's getting steals, rebounds, a few assists, and just being able to hit his shots, right? Easy cuts, backdoor cuts, hopefully hit his threes. That's all you're expecting. And at 3,700, I think that's a really solid price tag. Uh, one that's going to probably help you really get to that mark. And I, I think as long as he keeps his good streak going, Nazir Little might, not just for this slate, but for future slates, might be a good pickup to have. That about wraps up this two-game slate that we were discussing. I mentioned to you guys, I believe, a whole lineup, which is the one that I'm going to go for. I think this is the winning lineup, but there are some other variations you can go with. Of course, like I said, KD, Jason Tatum, you're going to need one of those stars to really excel. And honestly, it's one of your pick your poison type thing because they will all have potential to have a crazy night against their teams. Before we move on to the eight-game slate, though, let me mention to you guys the DFS pass that is available for $5 per month. In this pass, you get DFS delivery, you get pickums daily, which is, I believe, from Thrive Fantasy, and you get Discord access to the pros. I mean, if you want to hit me up, if you want to hit other act, uh, pros who are probably much more knowledgeable, knowledgeable pardon me, uh, than me, then, uh, yeah, this is the pass for you. I'm telling you, this is a great value pass. This is going to win you much more money than I could probably try to win you, even though I probably do win you a lot of money if you listen to my picks. Uh, but <laughs> this is just a great pass, I think, a uh, great value pass as well. So don't miss out on that. All right, on to the big boy. We got the eight-game slate. Uh, before we dive into the slate, uh, let me mention some key points that I want to talk about. Bam Adebayo, uh, starting off with injuries, Bam Adebayo is questionable. Uh, Giannis is also questionable due to illness, but it says he's probable to play. Uh, you have Tyler Harrell, who is out. Cesar McCollum continues to be out. Jamal Murray is listed out as well. Uh, Zach Levine, questionable. Of course, Draymond Green is serving his last game, I believe, for suspension. Uh, Keegan Murray is out against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Duncan Robinson is questionable. Uh, and I believe that's about it when it comes to it. Uh, Norman Powell uh, as well, actually, is questionable too in this type uh, in this matchup. And that's about it for the injuries. In terms of the betting uh, numbers over and unders, the main ones, games I want to really mention here is Detroit and Indiana. A game that has the highest over and under at 248. I mean, I mean, any team that faces the Pacers has a high scoring game. I mean, this is really all transition offense. Uh, really entertaining games, by the way. I think you should, if there's one team you want to have a league pass, it's in the end of Pacers. Trust me on that. Uh, and the second highest I want to mention is Washington Wizards and Milwaukee Bucks at 247. So they're predicting another high scoring game and predicting the Bucks to win by 13, and a, uh, 13 to 14 points this game. And yep, that's about it. Uh, the low scoring game uh, is probably, of course, the Miami game. And the next game, a whole lot of defense. So, and Chicago and Toronto at 217 alongside Denver and the Houston Rockets, uh, that's around 216. So, the main games I want to really wanted to talk about here were uh, uh, main games I wanted to mention in terms of this is Detroit and Indiana and uh, the Washington Wizards and Milwaukee Bucks. These are games you probably definitely want to be. I guess aiming towards in terms of going for players but let's go straight into position shall we enough talk let's go straight into point guard i'm looking at damon lillard at 9400 i just mentioned to you washington milwaukee is going to be a high scoring game and lillard after having a pretty i want to say a struggle night against the celtics uh i think once again this is going to be a game where he kind of bounces back and at 9400 he was among the point guards that i really liked 
Uh, Steph Curry is also an interesting one if you want to spend up to him because he will be going against San Antonio. However, I just thought, man, Damian Lillard going against Ty's Jones, Jordan Poole, I think is a much more easier matchup than uh, the forwards and the, the guards that Spurs have. But both of those players, I think either way, both resonate with some pretty great value nights in terms of getting X value. Because this is an eight-game slate, so you're going to have to go for those type of picks. Uh, on the middle, the mid-tier side, I'm looking at Emmanuel quickly at 5,100. And the main reason this guy stood out to me is basically his home and away splits. I mean, at home, the guy is averaging around 30, 32 fantasy points per game and away 23. So finally, they're going to have a home stretch where I think he'll be able to bounce back. Of course, he struggled a lot. Uh, I mean, not a lot. He had, did have a couple good games, but otherwise he did struggle on the road. So I think at 5,200, I think he's one of those prices where you're going to be able to exceed that value. And of course, I mentioned this is going to be a low-scoring game. But Emmanuel quickly, as we know, is a fire starter. If he gets things going, he'll probably be a guy to close out the game as well and keep that same rhythm. And on a much cheaper side of things, the budget side, I got uh, Jose Alvarado for uh, 3700 I mean, this is a guy who I'm looking at. He's finally come back from injury. Uh, I think he's still a bit of a minutes restriction, but he did have 19 minutes against the Kings and was able to get around 21 DK fantasy points, right? So... Didn't too move too much, but he did get 10 points, three steals, two assists, and one rebound. And well, hopefully he gets back to getting a few, a lot more minutes, especially because CJ McCollum is still out, so they don't really have that point guard. And so Jose Alvarado, I think, will have a great chance to get a lot of minutes in these games that are coming up with CJ McCollum's absence. And in a matchup like this, where they're going against the Westbrook, Norman Powell, a whole lot of guard play, perhaps Jose Alvarado does get a lot more minutes. And I think at 3,700. 3700 is a great price to pick up. Alright, moving on to shooting guards. Shooting guards, uh, this is where I decided to go for Harden at 8100. If you guys uh if you guys uh, watched our listen to our podcast for the Wednesday slate, me and Hottis both mentioned Harden as well at 7900. That's what that was what his price was for the Wednesday slate. And for Friday slate, he's still 8100 which is I think is a solid price. I mean, he's clearly getting back to form. Uh I don't know if you're going to expect superstar Harden, uh, but even in these games that I'm noticing, I mean, he's this last game against the Spurs, he only has seven shots, but he was still able to get you 40 DK fantasy points. I mean, you just wait until he gets comfortable. His, his shots are hitting. He's able to go to the free throw line still. I mean, you're expecting a really solid, you know, DK fantasy points tonight. And uh, these are games you want to get that X value, right? So at 8,100, I think, as long as Harden is around that price range, I think he's always going to be an intriguing player to go for. Uh, mid-tier side, mid-tier wise, I went for Jalen Green at 6,600. Uh, Jalen Green, another one of those guys who I like mainly because of his splits. Much more, much more comfortable player when he's playing at home than uh, when he's playing away. Uh, huge difference. I mean, it's the same thing with uh, what I mentioned with Emmanuel Quickly. It's around a 10-point difference. And Jalen Green... Last game, he in 30 minutes was able to get you around 34 points. Had a 46 DK fantasy point night. Of course, that was against Memphis compared to who they're going against, which is Denver. But I don't see why he can't keep that same momentum. Like I mentioned, he always plays good at home games. I mean, the last game I'm looking at right now, he did struggle against Denver at home. <laughs> but I think uh, as long as he's, he keeps it consistent, takes the right shots, and getting a few assists, a few rebounds, I think 6600 is a great value price to pick up Jalen Green and expect that another and expect another explosive night. And lastly, on the budget, I guess not really budget. He's still kind of mid tier. I'm going for Buddy Hield at 5500. 
Uh, this is mainly a pick because I'm looking at the fact that he, I believe he's been moved to the starting lineup. And, well, the guy's been proving it that he should have been starting for a whole while because he had 35 minutes and 31 minutes the past two games. And he's gotten 31 points against Toronto, 24 against Atlanta. He shot over 80% a game against Atlanta, shot over 70% against Toronto. I mean, his numbers, efficiency-wise, are absolutely insane. And, like I, like I said, Indiana-Detroit is the game that's mentioned to be the most high-scoring game, according to Bet365, of course. These are always all projections. They could very well be wrong. But based off of what I've seen too with the eye test, Indiana games are all quick pace and Buddy Heald, I feel like will get that opportunity to have another high scoring night, especially against Detroit, who is not a great basketball team. Clearly have their struggles. And with all the attention going to Tyrese, who has been con continuously finding his teammates, I think Buddy Heald will be another guy he keeps on finding. And as much as I would love for him to have a 50 point DK, uh, 50 DK fantasy point night, that might be a bit unrealistic, but I wouldn't be surprised for him to get maybe a 35 or 40 and like at 5,500. That's, I mean, that's amazing value you're going to get, right? So I really like that type of pickup. And that's it for my shooting guards. Moving on to the small forwards, I'm going to go for yours truly, DeMar DeRozan. And DeMar DeRozan usually isn't a pick who I go for. Uh, he obviously has been struggling this season, but at 7,300 going against Raptors, I mean, he tends to have these games where he can go nuclear against this Raptors team. I mean, he just, just always just has a type of vengeance against his team, which makes sense because he did trade him in a horrible fashion, I would know, as a Toronto fan. Uh, and again, this is a game where, like I said, due to matchups, I'm, I'm liking him in terms of the high tier section. I didn't want to go too high tier, uh, mainly because I'd like to spend my money a bit more somewhere else in terms of the forward position. But DeMar DeRozan at 7,300, I think is a pretty solid pick in terms of having that upside of having an explosive night. Uh, Mid-tier wise, one player who I really sneaky like and I really think people should have on their radar. And I know you're thinking Jaime Hawkes Jr. Nope, I'm talking about Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton at 5,700 sneakily had a 29-minute game. I mean, that's the highest he's played this whole season. And... They didn't really have a solid night, but this is perhaps opening the door for him to play more minutes. And what better way to do that against a Washington team that plays no defense? You know, so I think this is a great opportunity where at 5,700, you won't have to have to have to have a crazy night, but just be able to hit his shots because he also had 14 shots and he hit 28% of it, which is horrible. But playing at home against a Washington defense, hopefully getting around that 30-minute mark, which might be a bit difficult, especially because if they blow them out, but as long as he gets that opportunity, I mean, he's been able to get you around five rebounds and a certain amount of, like, seven assists in the back-to-back -back games. So if you get a, some type of performance like that where he just hits his shot efficiently, you're going to expect a 40-plus DK fantasy point night. But it's obviously important. He gets those minutes. Uh, Budget-wise, I got a pretty... Another sneaky pick. I, I, got, I feel like I'm feeling good about my budget picks. I'm not going to lie with you. I got Kayla Moore at 4000 Kayla Martin, another guy who I've been keeping watch on because he's only 4,000. He is in the shooting guard small forward uh, position, which is quite interesting because I don't, I don't remember him playing shooting guard. But he was hitting that three ball in the playoffs, so I don't blame him for putting him there. But the last game, played 26 minutes in a blowout uh, and had uh, 26, uh, 26 points DK fantasy night, which is exactly what you want from Kayla Martin, right? And at 4,000, I mean, if he can have a similar performance to that against the Knicks, of course, it wouldn't be by scoring. It would probably be more of the other stats. But as long, he's getting 26 minutes, which is the most 
most he's gotten this whole season this uh these five games so as long as he gets around that same minute mark i think he'll be able to get that same type of performance if not better uh that wraps around my that wraps up my small forwards uh like i said i, I feel it pretty solid and chris middleton killer martin these will probably be on my most of my slates and they should be on yours as well if you want to be if you want to win big money it's honestly up to you you should though uh before we get on to the power forwards i want to mention to you guys the nba fantasy pass which is six dollars per month you get daily streams recaps of the top lines of the night daily and you get discord access to the pros as well another way you know how i mentioned with the dfs pass you get discord access pro nba fantasy pass also does the same thing but it does get you a bit of different things because you also get daily streams you're getting recaps of the top lines and if you upgrade it by two dollars you get the all sport patch all sport pass uh which includes the nfl and the mlb uh another one of those great value packages to win you guys some good money and i i don't know what you guys are waiting for if i were you i'll go on sportthesis.com and snap that package right away you know especially if you're, if you're interested in nfl and mlb get the all-sport package i'm telling you it's going to be a life changer all right enough jabbing let's go to power forward power forward i'm going for a risky move i haven't gone for this player yet but i think he might be pretty successful and depending on the circumstances and as victor wambayana wambayama damn i probably butchered that name crazy uh but <laughs> he's 8800 and he is a pretty expensive pick but i'm looking at the circumstances i'm looking at the fact there's no draymond green i'm looking at the fact that the tallest player on the court will probably be adari sarge or kevon loney who are 610 and 68 uh so i think Wemby is gonna have a pretty easy night in terms of getting his shots up i don't think there'll be a lot of rim protection and well the defense has been pretty trash without draymond green so i think this will be a great opportunity for Wemby to just have an explosive night as long as he gets past the ball which is really important Hopefully, uh, you know Trey Jones, Jeremy Shoshan can look to these guys, look to Wemby and just get him those easy buckets because there will be a lot of them in this game just based on the height advantage. I mean, you're looking at seven four compared to like I mentioned six ten, six eight, and he's much quick, quicker than these centers as well. So I think this should be a pretty solid night in terms from Wemby, and one of those games where he has hopefully around a fifty plus Dickie fancy point night. And in the middle section, I mentioned not going for Jaime Hawkins Jr. I completely lied because he's on my power for list, not on my spot for list. Of course, he is interchangeable though. And at 5,300, just going based off the fact that he's been continuously playing. Uh, and that's exactly what you want to see from him, honestly, because as long as he keeps on getting that opportunity, uh, this is a much more defensive type game. But he got eight rebounds last game. He did get six turnovers. So you are hoping the guy does not turn over the ball that much. But if he can get a few more assists, a couple steal, maybe a block. He'll still have a really solid value. I mean, he's still only priced at 5,300 while he's getting around 30 plus DK fantasy points and back to back games against Cleveland and Chicago. So, against the Knicks, if he can just have another solid stat line like that, you're getting your value back easily. And last one, I got Pat Williams at 3,600 for the power forward spot. Uh, another player who I believe has dual eligibility to play uh, the small forward spot. I just chose him for power forward. Uh, another guy who had 37 minutes against the Oklahoma City Thunder in the loss. Now this also may be due to the fact that Zach Levine decided uh, did not play. Obviously decided not to play. He could not play because he was injured. Uh, and he had a solid game. He had 10, re 10 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, and played a whole lot of minutes. Going against the Toronto team who has a lot of wings. I think Pat Williams will be happy that, I want to say 37 minutes once again. 
but it definitely will be maybe around that mark or maybe around 30 minutes maybe around 25 and if he gets that hopefully this is he can use that game against OKC to build some rhythm on and well just have a solid night in terms of rebounding scoring a few threes maybe getting you a block or steal you know something nothing too crazy but at 3600 I think this is one of those picks where you want to go for these high-end players like I mentioned I mentioned Wemby I mentioned Damian Lillard Patrick Williams at 3600 is going to it's probably one of those best budget picks you're going to get into that type of area so I think he's a player to definitely keep uh, aware about in terms of having on some of your slates and that's it for power forwards we're on to the last final stretch which is centers centers obviously I spent a lot of money in point guard and power forwards so I didn't really go too crazy in this area I didn't really like a lot of the centers either uh one center I was looking at was Jalen Duran at 6600 of course he is I still believe questionable in terms of playing uh so uh this is the type of matchup where I'm a bit wary that he if he's going to be on a minutes restriction because he did come back or he is coming back from an ankle injury perhaps and if he does come back, is he going to play enough minutes, right? Because I think in a matchup like this, where it's going against Indiana, you're probably going to need a center like Jalen Durant to run in transition and will have an impact guard Miles Turner because I don't think Isaiah Stewart, in my opinion, will be able to keep up with that transition play, whereas Durant could. But the minutes restriction is something to keep worried about. So if you get some updates in terms of the minutes of he's going to play, I think that's where you want to hop on these slates and pick Jalen Durant. Uh, and I think for that, you want to get the defense pass like I mentioned, but I think this is where you want to get that pass and see if Duran, and see if our pros will tell you if Duran is going to get enough minutes to really get his value. And a budget pick I got from this one was Daniel Tice at 3600. This is a player who's been playing pretty solid uh, in 21 to 25 minutes. <laughs> uh, maybe this is the effect that Harden is also getting off, uh, just making the players around him better. And simply just getting around 27 i mean the past two games for the clippers he's got a 33 dk fantasy points game against second game against san antonio of uh, 28 and well he's just been scoring a few buckets getting you rebounds assists uh nothing like like i said not not a crazy performance but at 3600 you're not gonna expect the crazy stat line just one of those filler players to fill in when you have all these star players that you really like so that wraps up all my center picks and wraps up the slate as well uh of course this slate was a, a mouthful of course because i am going solo so you gotta cut me some slack but i think i made some solid picks for you guys i think budget picks i really enjoy the budget picks that i made for you guys i think this is where you want to go for the star players i think it will really help a lot uh and i guess if you guys want to hit me up on twitter you can hit me up at two nice that'll be spelled t-o-0 underscore nice underscore and hit me up if you really want my if you really want my advice on these other picks or some other dilemmas that you're facing in terms of picking and choosing players i'm always willing to help and i hope you guys have a great night or a good morning and hopefully we can win you some money goodbye <laughs>